I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. What do you have for us today? Well, Patty, this morning I read an article in the newspaper about gift card scams that I think is really important to share with our listeners. Wow, since this is the holiday season, this is very timely information. Especially since gift cards are the most popular items on holiday wish lists. And of course, the scammers know this and they already have schemes to take advantage of our gift card purchases. Oh, how did they do this? Well, Patty, you know how in many stores, gift cards are displayed on racks? Well, the scammers will take a card off the rack, use a magnetic strip reader. Now, don't ask me what that is, but the scammers have them. Mm -hmm. to scan the account number on the card. Then they scratch off the material on the back to get the PIN number. And just so you know that they haven't done that, they reapply a replacement strip. Ooh, but once someone buys and loads the card, how does the crook get the money? Once the card is loaded, the thief somehow gets an alert that there's money on the card. So at that point, he can go on his own holiday shopping spree. Oh, So what can shoppers do to protect against this kind of scam? The article gave a couple of suggestions. First of all, check the packaging on the card to see if it looks like it's been tampered with. And secondly, check to see if the pin is exposed, if it looks like a new strip might have been applied to that location. Now, Patty, the FBI and the FTC also have some tips when it comes to using gift cards. And I just read an article from the FBI about this. Check to see if the card has an expiration date, and it's a good idea to use gift cards as soon as possible. That's a very good tip. Sometimes we let the card sit in our wallet or a drawer, and then we might even forget to use it. I guess, use it or lose it. That's exactly right. So it is good to use these soon after you get them. And another tip is to buy gift cards from trusted sources. Avoid online auction sites as these cards might be counterfeit. Wow. You've talked about the danger of buying counterfeit goods online. I guess this applies to gift cards as well. That's right. Also, read the fine print to see if there are any shipping or handling fees for cards that you might purchase online or over the telephone. If you buy a gift card in a store, should you keep the receipt? Yes, you should, Patty. In fact, the article suggests that you attach the receipt to the gift card in case that card is lost or stolen. And here's something I never thought about. If you buy a gift card to be used at a particular shop or restaurant, consider the condition of the establishment because if it goes out of business, your card is now worthless. Oh my gosh, something else to think about. And what if your card is lost or stolen? Well, you should report it to the company that issued the card. Now, some companies will not replace the card, but others might for a fee. So it's worth it just to go ahead and report it. And while we're on the subject of holiday shopping, I have a few more tips that came from the FBI about shopping online. Again, always be careful. If you buy something online, get a tracking number for the item so that you can make sure the item has been shipped and that you can follow the delivery process. 
You've warned us before about buying online. What other tips do you have? Be wary of sellers who advertise as if they reside in the United States, then respond to questions stating that they're out of the country for some reason. Also, avoid sellers who might advertise under one name but want the money sent to someone else. Wow, that could be an indicator that you're dealing with a money mule. That's exactly right, just like in the romance scam scenarios. And avoid sellers who want funds wired directly to them by money wire or prepaid gift card. Money sent this way is impossible to recover, and the victim really has no recourse. How should someone pay for an online transaction? According to the article, payment by credit card is always the safest. And finally, Patty, remember the old saying, if a deal sounds too good to be true, it probably is. That's an unfortunate fact of life, isn't it, Vicki? It sure is. Well, you can't get off the line without sharing some good news. And I do have some good news, and it sort of follows what we've talked about today. The headline is, Counterfeit Crackdown Hits Two Organized Criminal Groups With More Than 30 Suspects Arrested. And again, this is about counterfeit products online. Apparently, these online fake goods marketers were selling a large variety of counterfeit items, including clothes, accessories, sports equipment, illegal IPTV set top boxes, medicines, spare car parts, mobile phones, electronic devices and components, perfumes, and cosmetics. Now, to me, the most serious one here is medicines, because we know taking a counterfeit medicine can be very, very dangerous. According to this article, a joint investigation carried out by law enforcement authorities from 18 countries and supported by Europool resulted in the seizure of 4.7 million counterfeit products. During this operation, 16,470 social media accounts and three websites selling counterfeit products were closed. So this was a really good operation using lots of different resources from lots of different countries. That's great, Vicki. So nobody will be pulled in by those offers that are too good to be true because they're not the real deal that you're buying. That's right. Great news, Vicki. Thank you so much. And could you remind our listeners of the fraud hotline? Yes. Area code 805-568-2442. And I'll say that once again. 805 805- Five six eight two four four two. Well, Vicki, it's a pleasure to talk to you as always, and thank you for sharing the good advice with our listeners.